please welcome to the podcast a long-awaited guest, PJHL MVP and Paris Mounties goalie, Justin Hergot. How's it going, Hergie? Oh, not too bad. Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad. We're, we're grinding through the podcast, but we needed an MVP to start uh, spark our views a little bit here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks for coming on. We've been trying to get you on for a while, so it's nice. So, But speaking of trying to get you on for a while, you got work. Like, how, how much are you working now? Oh, pretty crazy. You know, come summertime, we'll probably be on the road quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of tough to do anything when you're, when you're working. So, no hockey, no nothing. It's uh, work, work, work. That's what Matt, a lot of the things that Matt was saying and I guess like liked and really looked up to about you is how like your work ethic. He said you were like working crazy hours and still fit in hockey and then still ended up getting MVP after like working 24-7, seven days a week. And I, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, that's a good feeling when you can uh, mix both in your schedule and uh be able to excel in both so yeah mm. that's that's just awesome that works out like right how many hours how many hours a week do you work oh 60 plus in around there so depending on the week but and what do yeah. you do if you don't mind just... what do i do so refrigeration mechanic but uh so i run a directional drill now i just took that over so uh geothermal and stuff like that so keeps you pretty busy yeah well that's pretty cool you like it yeah do you enjoy it genuinely for the most part? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. So, well, I see it on the stories. Like, I see you, and I don't know, I remember Cowboy too. Like, he seems like he, you guys just love it. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I find it interesting when people really like it. I think that's so good. So, we'll, we'll jump into the current battle. I, I know you were even debating on coming back or not, or not declared, but. Um, there is the battle going on for overagers getting out of the year in the PJ and the Goge. Um, what we what you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, so I think that'd be pretty awesome. They give one more year, just uh, kind of sucks just ending on something like because of COVID, like not being able to play your last year just randomly like that. So hopefully they can do something like that. Just uh, be pretty awesome. Just get one more year out of it. So. And Matt and I were talking yeah. about it before because Kowalik's a big name right now doing that whole thing. Um, and also we were talking about, like, if it's a stretch or not, too, because, like, the, when you're 22 or 21, I guess it would, it would be 22 for Junior C and 21 for Junior B, and they're all pushing back a year. That's, like, pretty big for a 16-year-old coming in going up against 22-year-old, right? But it's yeah, also understanding. Sure. Yeah. yeah, if you look at it that way, yeah, it's so true. Like that's a that's a huge age gap to be playing against someone like that. So, uh, yes, you got to look at it that way too, and uh, just see what's fair and mm-hmm. how that works. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, it just sucks too. Like it's just both ways suck because like cutting someone short of their final year that they've been like working so hard to get, like it's. Yeah. It's just not great all around. Right, yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's something I definitely have to look into. So mm-hmm. hopefully they come up with something though, but we'll see. Yeah, I think they're gonna have. To, I think they're gonna have to keep, or not have to, but I think they should just keep it and have two ages age out at once. I think that's the only way you can do it. It's screw the old fives, but like, what are you gonna do? Like, 
it's better to have two age groups age out i think okay before we go any farther we forgot to do the speed round so Hergie, we got to do our 519 Sports Online speed round on you. So you got to answer the questions as fast as possible. No hesitation. We're going to fire through. There's like 10 or 15. You got to answer them. No no thought. No thought. Okay. Okay. Whenever you're ready, Keith. Okay, I'll start it off. Favorite type of music? Country. Oh, yeah. Uh, favorite band or singer? Uh, Comes. Favorite food? Chicken wings. Nice. Uh, oh, I made my this next question. You're at Legends. Are you ordering the Mountie sandwich or chicken fingers? Chicken fingers. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. Mountie sandwich all the way. <laughs> Go to dance move. Oh. Probably the worm. Can't the worm. do it. <laughs> we'll go the worm. TV <laughs> show or movie guy. <laughs> What's that? TV show or movie guy? Oh, movie. Favorite arena you've played in? Probably Paris. That's a pretty nice arena. Favorite NHL team? Anaheim Ducks. Crosby or McDavid? What's that? No, McDavid. Oh, bad answers today. Matt's not (laughs) loving these answers. Basketball or baseball? Basketball. Mueller on the penalty kill or power play? <laughs> Neither, but I'll probably take power play. Favorite animal? Animal. We'll go. The tough one. I don't really have one. Let's go dog. Nice. Dog? Oh, I thought you said dog. Keep it simple. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> good. That was pretty good. Dog. So, how, how did you start liking the Anaheim Ducks? John S. Shagir, back in the day, favorite goalies. So that's where it came from. <laughs> You're still repping them now? Oh, you still, still turning? Them, even though they got Zegras going now? Yeah. Yeah, things are looking up. I don't think I've yeah, ever met an Anaheim Ducks fan, so that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's uncommon. I got lots of, lots of Ducks fans. <laughs> yeah, Hergie, is that, is that your childhood bedroom there? You still yeah, looking? you can take a look. It's all Ducks. Jeez. Wow. Well, what's that? Oh, really? Is that MVP trophy? <laughs> Look at that thing. Holy. I thought I had to give that back, but no one said anything else. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how long I get to keep it for. You just have the. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd always listen to this and ask you for a back. <laughs> Probably will. Okay, so we'll hop in a little bit to your minor hockey. And so it's obviously only League Prospects says you played Waterloo Minor Midget. Were you playing Waterloo Triple A pretty much your whole life? Were you a double A player? Where, what was your minor hockey? So I started off in uh, Stratford being a player for House League, actually, and then uh, did that for a couple of years and then played double A for the Stratford Warriors for quite a few years and then uh, played Lakers for uh, a year, I think. And then after that, I went to Waterloo. So I only played Waterloo for one year. So that was my minor major year. But uh, yeah, I've been in a couple of different teams and uh, yeah, it all worked out pretty good. So. Now, did you expect to get drafted in your um, – yeah? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, my minor major year played Waterloo uh, undefeated uh, except for tournaments. haven't lost a game. So, going into the draft, I was kind of like, good. And then another thing was my height. So, mm-hmm. not being so tall, I was kind of like, yeah, it's iffy. But uh, 
it's kind of on the yeah 50 50 whether or not but yeah so yeah, yeah that's not like a we're asking just we just kind of want to know right like you look at yeah. your stat you're like like yeah like a one in uh it broke it up into two games basically like 1.75 yeah. goals against average and you're like that's that's pretty good <laughs> right yeah. and yeah, then so you. oh sorry no oh, you're good yeah. Oh well, we're just gonna jump on right through to first year on Listowel. You came in at seventeen. Obviously, that must have been cool because you're from the Tavistock area, right? Uh, so, what was it like breaking into the league and at seventeen and being on such a good team? No, oh, it's actually it was pretty awesome. Man. Probably a great group of guys, so they welcomed you really well. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool being, I guess, that yeah, I'm playing with those old guys and that good of a team. So you learn lots and. Uh, yeah, they really pushed you to be better, so that was good. Enjoyed it. And what was your playoff run like that year? Playoff. Not going to lie, I sacked quite a bit there, though. Uh, didn't get to play many games, but uh, the playoff run was really good. Like, we uh, did really good. We had a good team. So, just the atmosphere and uh, just being there was pretty cool. So mm-hmm. You guys won the cherry, right? Yeah, yeah, we won the cherry and then uh, lost uh, London for the southeast so yeah <laughs> so, so so let's let's talk about a little bit just like obviously you're pj mvp now and stuff but you're 17 and you like you said you didn't really get to play in that playoffs so like how is that being the backup goalie through the playoffs right and like in that long run yeah no it's it's actually kind of tough because you want to do something to help out the team but if you're not playing like it just feels like you're uh not doing much to contribute but uh yeah, I'd say it's just hard, but the hardest part is trying to just uh, support the team and do stuff like that. So uh, don't be pouting on the bench or whatever. And, uh, yeah, just be there for your team and stuff like that. So, And your decision to come to Paris, what made Paris appeal to you? So uh, when I was coming down, uh, there's a couple teams I talked to, but talking to Todd and stuff like that, uh, just the way he talked and stuff like that, the stuff he said made you want to come there. So just be like a welcoming team and stuff like that. So yeah, I'd say that's the biggest thing. It's just what Todd said and stuff like that. So and he wanted those legends meals. Legends yeah, that's meals. exactly the legends meal. Did you start right away? Oh yeah. Sorry? yeah. Did you start oh, right man. away in Paris as well? Cause yeah. Oh, okay. So that, that yeah, must've been, a good like feeling too and that's probably what built your confidence as well oh yeah for sure instead of bouncing around from team to team or something like that but mm-hmm. yeah right in Paris I went right there and I think the day or two after I went there I played right away so it was like it was quick it was quick moving so and yeah, so like that's kind of like what I obviously you're from Tavistock, mm-hmm. so that shows that you really want to go to Paris just because it's the drive, the drive. But yeah. hey, legend, legends, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's. Um, it's worth it. Speaking about backup goalies too, it came to me. We should mention Penner, uh, Pennington. How awesome a backup goalie he was! Like I remember talking to you, and you're like, he's the best backup goalie I've ever had. Like, I'll repeat that again. The best guy ever. Like always supporting you. Most guys are sitting on the bench like pissed off at you or something because you're playing but yeah he's definitely the best and good goalie too like uh, have a lot of hope for him so no it's just awesome how much he supports you and uh biggest thing is when like at the end of every period just a 
tap on the block and stuff like that that that's huge so no i appreciate that from him so yeah matt i remember you saying like that you had two crazy goalies on your team you're like lucky to have two good really good goalies. yeah but penner was just so like supportive like in junior c like typically it's your starter just like we had this year especially when you got like a starter like her right he plays mm -hmm. most of the games and then your backup plays against burford and delhi and stuff right and penner never complained or was never mm -hmm. mad he was so happy like just to be there and stuff and mm -hmm. always in a good, good mood like you never felt like yeah i don't know it's hard to explain you never yeah, felt like yeah wasn't playing which was awesome yeah and then so let's also talk about the year before i got there you guys had that crazy game seven in tavistock with the goal called back or whatever and that must have been pretty heartbreaking one went away from the finals yeah actually that was pretty wild uh you know everyone was intense there and stuff like that and uh to lose the game seven by one that's uh that's kind of heartbreaking, but no, everyone wasn't too mad about it. Like everyone was respectful about it. Like we played a good game and good series and all that. So you can't be too mad at yourself, but yeah, it just kind of sucks losing like that. But I guess it is what it is. <laughs> and I know we touched on this right at the beginning, but what is it actually like balancing your work with hockey? And I know like another story Matt was saying is like, you'd like show up just in time and still be like <laughs> top dog. Yeah, the toughest part is probably getting focused, I guess, trying to get from one mode to the other and stuff like that. And I don't know, just making sure at work that you're not hurting yourself for the game before. But I guess I got to put work before hockey. So it's just more trying to get focused and stuff like that. And if I don't have a big game, I'll try and take it easy. But sometimes that's hard. So it's uh, it's basically, yeah, just getting focused and uh, not being too tired for the game. Nice. Yeah, yeah so let's uh, go on, Matt. Yeah. Well, also, sorry, we're jumping around a little bit here. We're getting <laughs> mangled, but um, now we'll talk about MVP before we jump into playoffs uh, last year. But let's talk about your MVP. Where were you when you found out the MVP? How how did you find out? I think that was uh, so. Oh, I gotta think about this for a minute. Maybe a Tavistock game, maybe or something like that. So. Someone came in the room where it was a toddy mentioned it that MVPs being handed out to me. So uh, I actually got the trophy when we lost the Woodstocker final game. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, we got put out. He walks in with the trophy and says, Jack. So yeah, I'm trying to think, but it was pretty awesome knowing to get it. So award like that. So uh, yeah, pretty cool. And it's also super cool that, like, a. Uh you got the MVP as a goalie. Like, you usually don't hear too much of that. Yeah, yeah. You see some of the names on there, stuff like that. And uh, I don't think there's any goalies on there or anything. So it's pretty cool to do something like that. Because, uh, yeah, it's a hard position, but uh, hard to stand out to and uh, be consecutive. So, uh, no, it's pretty awesome to get in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any... And... Oh, go ahead, Keith. You can do you have any funny stories of Matthew or good memories with Matthew playing on the team? I mean, there's a couple about the rookie party, but we'll probably keep that. Yeah. Hey, you can't <laughs> talk about that. A couple, uh, actually, I got a couple. Well, not really memories, but just a couple highlight reel goals, a uh, couple big games. Oh, wow. Thanks, He, he gets a couple goals. He's uh, 
it's pretty sneaky out there. So mm. a lot of moments when he's on the ice, you're like, there you go. We we have a chance now. So yeah, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. There. It's it's hard for Hergie to get. I feel like it's hard for me and Hergie to get memories. He's like the goalie, right? Yeah. It's like different. <laughs> when we get like when we get Brez on, right? Like me and Brez are on the bench all the time together and stuff, yeah. right? Versus this Hergie, even in the room, he's kind of on the other end or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. And he's so tennis before. Yeah. <laughs> Not much time to talk. So I'd say it's more just the feeling of having him on the ice. He's a, he's a solid player. So it's awesome. a liability. You, you know, you got to be ready for shots. <laughs> <when I'm- laughs> yeah, exactly. cool. uh, it's uh, so the last playoff run, it's, it's hard for me. So I kind of wanted to ask you that because that's my first taste of playoff. Like, but I feel like that's serious. This is a year ago now, more than that. Yeah, but obviously it's the last hockey we played, and like that felt like that was so crazy. Like I feel like I learned so much from those seven games. Like it's nuts. You've obviously been through it a couple times, but like, was how significant was that series in your hockey career? I feel like that was just a crazy series. Yeah, for sure, definitely for me too, because it was uh, never know it's going to be the last playoff. So you always don't give it all. But playing against Woodstock like that, like kind of like a rival too, because. Uh, what Todd said is we always beat him and stuff like that. So there's a lot of pressure, but going in game seven, that's definitely uh, pretty intense. And any game seven is so, uh, yeah, it's just tough losing like that, but someone's got to win. So I've heard the game seven stories a ton of times, but like, it's so, it sounds nuts. Like just the atmosphere and like, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, especially with their fans. They had some pretty good fans there. So did we, so it's always pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, I feel so lucky just to be a part in that series. Like, it's hard because I feel like I've just been live, reliving that for like a year, like just thinking back about it, right? Because haven't, we haven't got to play again, but it's so cool to have that and all the stories you get. Like, have you heard the Brez Burger King story before game seven? <laughs> like, yeah, just like shit like that is just like, man, like that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> there's people there's people waiting to get in the rink and we're just showing up we have to just go by people who are waiting to get tickets yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty wise yeah. yeah. when uh, you know someone wants to watch you play and like there's people there to support you so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it definitely I, changes I, I that remember. whole mood of the game and like the tone of the game yeah for sure well, it's just especially when it's not expected. Like, do you remember the family day on Game Five? So we had like average attendance at, at the series until Family Day Game Five. I was like, "What the heck?" And there's like twelve hundred, and you're just like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> okay." Yeah, that's crazy. How many people actually came out for that? But well, that's pretty awesome. I always found I played better against like in front of fans because like you have m- almost like more to play for, kind of like put yeah. on the shield. So no, that's awesome that that many people can make it out. Yeah, and it's just cool to feel, like, the emotion of it. Like, I feel like it's so much more emotional when there's people watching it and you can hear it. Like, I don't know, it's just cooler. But that's definitely such a cool experience. So, um, But, yeah, as about 20 minutes now, thank you so much for coming on. We're super we're super happy we could get you on. No, that's awesome. Man. I've been trying to get on, but uh, it's just been tough, and I'm glad it is. 